being determined to follow to the end, no matter the cost. Being determined to follow to the end, no matter the cost. Does anybody come to your mind that can meet that description? To be determined to follow to the end, no matter the cost. Be willing to go somewhere, even if it may cost their life. We have people walking amongst us daily that do that. We may not give them the respect they deserve, but they do it daily. I'm talking about police officers, fire department. These people will go places determined, even if it may cost their life. Every day a burning building goes on, a fireman risks his life to save somebody else's life. Every time a police officer pulls somebody over, they're risking their life. Sometimes you just don't know what's ahead of you, but when you have the determination to follow through to the end, no matter the cost, that's what you what brings success. You have to be determined. You have to have the resoluteness that I have the willingness, I have the desire to pursue what I need to do. You may have goals in your life and realize that going after these goals, you found out there's some obstacles that come your way. Many of those that might be continuing their education realize that it's not as easy as you thought it was going to be. Going to college or pursuing your master's or pursuing your doctor, you find out that there's some things that come up that you just didn't plan for. But since you plan to complete what you started, no matter what comes your way, you're determined to follow through no matter the cost. Same situation when to have the wedding and the priest or the pastor, whoever joins them together saying, do you promise? Are you determined, basically, no matter the cost, to be committed to your husband and to your wife through sickness or health? Are you determined to stay committed no matter the cost? When you go to places of, of, of the Senate, they ask you to take a pledge, to, to take a oath. Oftentimes, people will give their verbal agreement to something, but their heart's not behind it. But I'm here today to ask you, are you determined? To follow no matter the cost. Because if you need some assistance on how to do so, in the Bible we'll look at Luke 9th chapter, beginning at 18th verse. And we're going to see someone who was determined to follow through his life purpose no matter the cost. Ask somebody, are you determined? We're going to look at Jesus and his determination. And we're going to model his determination. We're going to see how Jesus showed his determination, how Jesus explained his determination, and how 
Jesus will fully illustrate the goal of his determination. Looking in the Gospel of Luke, ninth chapter, verse 18. The Word of God says, once when Jesus was praying in private and his disciples were with him, he asked them, who do the crowds say I am? And they replied, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others that one of the prophets of long ago has come back to life. But what about you, he asked, who do you say I am? Peter answered, God's Messiah. Jesus strictly warned him, warned them not to tell this to anyone. And he said, the son of man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests and the teachers of the law. And he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Then he said to them all, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for you to gain the world, the whole world, and yet lose or forfeit your very self? If any of you are ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of you when he comes in his glory and in the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. Jesus is showing his determination. We see, we see Jesus here in prayer privately. And while he's in prayer, he, he, just, he, just, he basically wants to ex- explain and show his determination to his disciples. He asks them, who do the crowd say that I am? And, and I, I want you to cast this. He asked them first, who does the crowd say that I am? And, and they answered some, the, the question. Say, some say John the Baptist. Some say Elijah. Some say of the of older prophets. And, 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 and the reason why they say some say John the Baptist, because if earlier in the chapter you could see that King Herod killed John the Baptist. And so you can see that some believe that maybe John the Baptist came back to life in you, or, or maybe it was Elijah that came back to life, or maybe one of the other prophets. And, and Jesus is asking them this question, who do they say that I am? And so after they answer that, then he gets specific, but who do you say that I am? And then we find Peter speaks up and say, you are the Messiah. Or, you are Christ. And then Jesus strictly rebukes them and warns them, say, don't tell this to anybody. Because now he's, he's showing his determination because he says this, you call me the Messiah, you have a picture, you have a view of who I am, but let me explain to you what I must do. Here's how Jesus shows his determination. He says that the Son of Man must suffer many things. The Son of Man must be rejected. By the leaders. The son of man must be killed. The son of man must be raised again on the third day. What look, when you look at this example of Jesus' determination, he knew where he was going. And he knew what he had to face. But he was determined that no matter what came his way, he was going to see it through. Why? Because he saw the finish line. When you have a goal and a purpose in your life, when things get rough, when things get hard, don't see the obstacles in front of you, but keep your eye on the finish line. 
When you run a race, if you ever did a race before, you know you kids do races all the time, relay races. You, the key thing they express is the start line and the finish line. All that stuff in between is of no consequence because why? I gotta, if I got to go through all that stuff to get to the end to win, that's what I'm going to do. And that's the same thing that you have to look at your start line and look ahead at your finish line. A hurdler, when they run the hurdles, they don't see the hurdles. They see the finish line. I, I, I ran the hurdles. I didn't see the hurdles. I saw the finish line. I wanted to be the first there. And so I would just jump over those hurdles as fast as I could because they were not going to stop me from getting to the finish line. When I did long jump and triple jump, I, I saw the sand, but I did not see the sand. I saw the other side of the pit because I literally tried to jump outside of that pit. I wanted to break every single record there possible. So every time I ran, I didn't look at my mark to where to jump. I looked where I wanted to end. And so I would jump as hard and as long as I could to get where I wanted to be. Same thing Jesus realized that I see this stuff. That's in front of me. I see the suffering. I see the rejection. I see them killing me. But I also see me rising again. When you know where you're going and you know that you want to be there, what's going to stop? When you are determined to the end, no matter how many times you got to fight, no matter how many times you suffer rejection. It said, I, I, I looked at that and you see Jesus says, I have to suffer many things. Many things. He suffered rejection from the people that should have been expecting him most. How do you feel if you came to your house and the people you thought were going to receive you rejected you? Would that hurt you a little bit? Or would it hurt you a lot? I thought I was coming back home I thought I was coming to the people I, I love, and you reject me. That's what Jesus was suffering. The people that study the scripture, that, that know the word, that are looking for the Messiah, rejected him. And he pointed out the priests, the, the chief elders, the high priests, the, the writers of the law, they will reject me. Jesus was willing to accept that and keep on going. Jesus realized that that's, that's going to hurt him. He's going to suffer. They wanted to see a glorious Messiah, one that comes with power and political. But Jesus is saying, I have to explain to you. I want you to understand. You call me the Messiah, but I am going to be a suffering Christ, a suffering Messiah. It's not going to be a glorious road to the finish line, but the finish line will be glorious. He, he realized that it may not be all riches and, and peaches and cream right now, but at the end, it's going to be everything and all that. But yet he realized I have to show my disciples my determination. I got to show my disciples there's some things that are about to happen in my life. You know that I am the Christ, but I want you to watch me as I walk this walk, as I talk this talk. I will live what I'm talking about, and I'm going to show it to you. And he helped the disciples out by showing his, his, showing his determination. He then explained his determination so that they would understand. He said to them, if you are going to follow me. You have to deny yourself. Pick up your cross. I'm going to say that again. Pick up your cross. Not somebody else's. Your cross. Daily. So don't say I did it yesterday. 
daily and follow me. Jesus is breaking it down for them because they knew what it means to die on the cross. Roman citizens didn't die on the cross. (laughs) That's embarrassing. That is trifling. That's the worst way to die. So they knew that this was ridicule. And Jesus said, before you can even pick up the cross, you have to deny yourself. Jesus is saying, I I know what I must do. He said, the son of man must. He said, I know what I must do. And if you going to follow me, there's some things that you must do. There's some things that you must do, people. You must deny yourself. What what does that mean? I'm glad you asked that question. It means this. It means that no longer are you living to please yourself. Are you living to satisfy all your sensuality? But now you decided no longer will I try to put myself first, but I'm looking to put God first. I'm looking to see how can I have God leading me and directing me. So first let me deny myself. I want to do this and that. But what does the word tell me to do? When somebody gets on my nerves, my mind tells me to let them know where they can go. But the word tells me to pray for them and curse not. When people cut me off, I'm ready to honk my horn and curse them out. But the Holy Spirit reminds me, saying, go ahead and pray for their safe travel. When people get on your nerves on the job and you're ready to tell their dirt to somebody else, the Holy Spirit reminds us to be slow to speak and quick to listen. See, we have to be in tune of denying ourselves so that we can live a life that's pleasing to Jesus. And, and the thing is this, Christians, I'm talking to you Christians for a moment. You say you follow Christ, but you ever denied yourself. So who are you following? I'm just reading what's in the text. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves. There's no easy road. You must deny yourself. Deny yourself. Put yourself last. That means you might be having that good dinner and someone walks by that's hungry. Are you willing to give up your dinner for one who's hungry? Are you willing to deny yourself to help somebody else out? Jesus set the example. I remember one time I was on the waterfront walking by. This man asked me for some money. I don't just give out money. I asked the man, are you hungry? He said, yeah. So I went up to old Chicago, bought him a dinner, and brought it out to him. His face is lit up. And I said, bless you, my brother. I gave what I had. I wanted to give me a nice dinner. Cut my money short. But I I realized if I was in that position and somebody walked by, I I confess Christ, I follow Christ, but I'm not going to stop and help somebody when I can. Come on. We have to be determined no matter what obstacles faces that we say, Lord, I will put you first. I will deny myself. I will pick up my cross. How often? Daily. Picking up your cross meaning that, Lord, I surrender. I I will suffer ridicule for your sake. 
He makes it clear when he talks about it later on. He says, whoever saves their life will lose it. Whoever loses their life for my sake and for my word will save it. You have to be willing to be rejected by the world to be accepted by Christ. I said before that friends called me Epson at college because I threw salt on the game. They trying to talk to the girls. And I would come up and invite them to Bible study, talk to them about church, talk to them about Jesus, to change the whole atmosphere around. So they called me Epson. Here come Epson. And I asked them, why y'all call me Epson? They said, you throw salt in the game. So I had to ask them to find out. It was like a cold word they had so they would know how to change their conversation. Because I, I realized that I don't want to be involved in that kind of environment. I, I, don't, I don't want my mind to get conf- confused and, and living again in the world. I got to separate myself. I might have to get caught outside my name. I might have people talking about me, but I know why I'm doing so. Because why I denied myself, I picked up my cross, and I'm picking it up daily. So every morning, I got to pick up my cross before I walk out that door. Every morning, I got to pick up my cross before I go to my job. Every morning, I got to pick up my cross. And when I go to bed, I go to bed with my cross. Keep it with you. Oftentimes, we want to lay our cross down to pick up something else. But I believe you said my yoke is easy and my burden is light. What are you pursuing in your life that is so much greater than following Christ. Because I, I believe Jesus said, what does a man profit? Gaining the whole world. But loses and forfeit his very self. I, when you see that, he, 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 there's a, that, that hyperbole is breaking right down how important. He said, look, not only will you lose your life, but yet you're taking it to perdition. What, process, what, what, what purpose is it for you to be rich? In this world, to be successful in the world's eyes, but yet you have nothing come eternity. We have to put our lives in perspective. Life for eternity or life for just a moment. Jesus is saying, look, I'm showing you the way. I am not asking you to go through anything. That I have not gone through. Jesus is showing them his determination. He's explaining his determination to them. He's saying, look here. Look, you have to deny yourself. You have to pick up your cross. How often? Daily. And guess what? You have to follow me. Where was Jesus going? To the cross. Going to the cross represents death to sin. Are we living in sin? Are we dead to sin? Paul talks about that in Romans. How we should be alive in the spirit and not living according to the flesh. Romans 8 chapter talks about how the flesh leads to death. But if you're under the spirit, it gives you life and peace. When you have life, when your life has value and have purpose. When you know why you're running, when you know why you're living it, you, then you know how to keep your eye on the finish line. Jesus saw past the suffering, past the rejection, past the killing, because he saw, said, I will be rosen again on the third day. You see, you're not defeated when you follow Christ. 
Just as the men thought they had him beat when they nailed him to the cross. The choir's choir saying that it was not the nails. You see, it was his love that held him to the cross. It, It was because of us, because of our sin sick nature. He said, I'll die for you. And guess what? I will rise again to present you faultless to the Father. You see here, Jesus has set the example for us in our lives. And we're still talking about him to this day because everything that he's done, but he was determined to do so. Jesus was not just a man. He is the Son of God. And as the Son of God, fully God in man and flesh and fully man, he suffered. He suffered. Suffered many things. He didn't get very descriptive here, but if you need a description, you can look at Isaiah 53. Or you can go towards the end of the gospel and see how they whipped him. How to put a crown of thorns on his head and hit the thorns with a stick to pierce his scalp. How they blindfolded, how they plucked his beard, how, how they whipped him before they even judged him. And then after that, they took him back and then make him carry the cross. And, and then they nailed him up to the side and, you know, and, his, and nailed him in his hands and in his feet. He went through so much. But what about the emotional anguish he went through being rejected by his own folks? It said that he, he had to leave his own town because of their unbelief. That the people that were expecting him most rejected him. I want you to understand that everybody may not follow your dream. Everybody may not agree with what you have to do in your life. But guess what? It's not for everybody. It's for you. And so what God has placed for you, you have to pursue it. Everybody in, in my life was not really for me being a full-time ministry. They had other ideas. They said, well, won't you try this because you might not make it here. Even at my job, they're telling me, said, well, you know, your church, they may not be able to support you so you can still work here. I let them know that I'm not trusting you. I'm trusting him. And I'm following him. Did I want the extra money? Oh, yeah. But I had to deny myself. And it was an easy decision because I already made up my mind. But there's some parts in our lives where we haven't made up our minds yet to deny him. Today we deny him. And what Jesus said, if you deny me, if you're ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you before the Father. You see, we cannot be fake and phony about it. We have a lot of people who call themselves Christians. But yet they don't follow Christ. Jesus quickly says here that if you are to be my disciple, you need to deny yourself, pick up your cross daily and follow me. And we get caught up sometimes that if I go to church, I'm a Christian. Well, that's a good part of it. But what do you do the next day? What are you doing when nobody else is around? When the deacons and the ushers aren't around and the pastors not around, are you following Christ? Is he involved in your marriage? Is he involved in your school? Is he involved in your job? Is he involved at your house? Is he involved when you go out with your friends? Is he there then? And the way for him to be there is that you have to be following him. So if Jesus don't go, then guess what? Don't go. We want to go places and say, Jesus is going to bless this. Deny yourself. It's not what you want. 
is what God has. In the model prayer, Jesus, Jesus says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. He teaches us this, that we need to submit to Jesus and say, Lord, I submit to you. Let your will be done. You are Lord. You are Savior. You are Master. I am willing to follow you all the way to the cross. I'm willing to live a life dead to sin and alive under your grace. I'm willing to surrender. I, I realize that I want to do this, but it's not about me, but it's all about you. So I deny myself. I'll pick up my cross. I'll be subjection to you. I'll take ridicule. I'll take rejection. I'll suffer many things, Christ, because you suffered so much for me. And I will do this, and I will follow you. Because I know as I follow you, Jesus... That you're going to come back. And it says, in his glory, and in the Father's glory, and in his angels. The same thing in your life, that you may be going through some rough times in your life. But just as Jesus knew that I have a purpose, I have a goal in my life. I have made up my mind. I've drawn the line. I am determined to go all the way. Not halfway, not part of the way, but all the way. All the way where, wherever it takes me. If they're going to reject me, I'm willing to suffer that. If they're going to persecute me, I'm really to suffer that. If my friends on my job don't talk to me anymore, that's all right. Because guess who we can talk to? I can talk to Jesus. But we have to be determined through the many dangers, toils, and snares. We have to see that I can still press on. And make it all the way to the end. Jesus is giving us the example. Showing us, look, here, this is what I'm going to do. I must do this. And guess what? You must do this. You must deny yourself. You must pick up your cross daily. And you must follow me. So follow Jesus. Jesus loved his enemies, so you need to love your enemies. Jesus prayed for his enemies, you need to pray for your enemies. Jesus blessed and cursed not, you need to do the same thing. You need to turn the other cheek. You need to be faithful unto the end. Because Jesus showed us all the way. I am willing to go all the way. Where? To the cross. Take your burdens to the cross. If you don't know Jesus, I want you to understand right now, you can say, Lord, I'm willing to give up all that I have and follow you, knowing that I will gain more than what I think I'm giving up. He said, what is a profit to gain the whole world, but loses your soul? You can have all the platinum and the bling and the Rolexes and the Movados and the Prada and all those name brands. So you can have all that stuff and have it be look great and burn in hell. But you can be poor and living in raggedy, raggedy clothes. People pass you by and you can be in heaven. That's why Jesus gave that parable, that story of the rich man. And a poor man. People get concerned about what does it cost to follow him. I, I have to look good in the world. You can look good in the world and look good in hell. Burnt up. But yet you can live after Christ. Follow him. And say, I trust in you more than I trust myself. I, I trust Jesus more than I trust my paycheck. I'm trusting Jesus more than what my friends say, because they say things that are not of you. But, Lord, I want to find it in your word and do what the Bible tells me. 
and be determined all the way to the end. Jesus has set the goal. He has set the destination. Jesus said this, that I'm going to prepare a place for you so that when I come back. But yet, while you're here, you need to deny yourself, pick up your cross daily and follow Jesus. Daily pray in your life. Daily read your word. That's what you need to do. There's no other way, but you have to make up your mind to be determined to do this. No matter what the world comes against you, the enemy's at work, but yet Jesus has set the path for us. We pray that you heard this message and you are willing to give your life to Christ. Go ahead and deny yourself and pick up your cross daily and follow Jesus. We would like to hear from you. You can email us at Zion. Baptist at zionbcpeoria.com or you can give us a phone call or you can reach me at reverend.duran rev.duran at zionbcpeoria.com May the Lord Jesus bless you.